Uh, Tyler Brandt standing by from the McIver Institute to talk about something that is both amusing and alarming simultaneously. Um, Tyler, good to have you on the program. Hi, thanks for having me on, Vicky. I should point out as well that Tyler's internship with the McIver Institute is winding down. You found yourself honest, real gainful employment, yes? Yes, finally getting out of the cold state of Wisconsin, going to go experiencing from some warm weather for the first time in my life. So definitely excited about that. All right, definitely going to try to figure out a way to get you fired from your job in the <laughs> well, South so to make sure you have to stay here forever. Tyler, you've done a great job at MacGyver Institute. Um, and, and this is a, a fantastic report that you've posted up at the website. It is on the University of Wisconsin merging... The anonymous online reporting system, which is called the Hate Bias Incident Reporting System, with a national database run by an organization called ProPublica. For those of you who do not know, ProPublica is an an activist organization. It's a left-leaning activist organization that is partnered with the Southern Poverty Law Center, a left-leaning activist organization to identify hate crimes. And now apparently the University of Wisconsin is talking about partnering with ProPublica to dump all of the anonymous inanity that is re- that is reported through the hate incident reporting system into a national database? Yeah, that's correct. I mean, that's what I found when I was doing my research. It was uh, announced in the Badger Herald. The full title of the project is actually called Documenting Hate, and it involves campus newspapers all across the country, not just UW-Madison. And yeah, the goal is to create a national database of hate crimes and bias incidents. Uh, the Badger Herald encourages students to share their bias incident experiences, which is, you know, it's scary enough. And the reason I think this is so egregious is because it encourages students to tattle on each other for speech that is already constitutionally protected. And I mean, it seems like a workaround for the leftists who insist on hate speech being illegal so they can shame people with a different opinion now at a national level. That's exactly the problem, is that if you, in fact, there was an analysis done that uh, on the on the people who have reported incidences to the hate crimes, you know, the hate crimes uh, reporting service. And in one incident, I remember a student at the University of Wisconsin complained that somebody was exhibiting subconscious racism by giving him a serving of burnt toast. Now, I'm not kidding you. Burnt toast. I remember a a story from University of Wisconsin, uh, Platteville, that a woman who had worn a cross, uh, a a necklace, a cross necklace, somebody had reported her because her Christian faith offended them. And someone considered her Christian faith homophobic. Um, These are the types of things that, that find their way into these anonymous reporting systems. And in fact, by the way, if you go on the University of Wisconsin system, they don't even they don't even confirm you're a student. I know because I almost had the opportunity to push the the button submit when I could and I could have easily faked uh, a report. So this is now going to substitute for actual crimes. Yeah, that's how scary this is. I mean, it's incidents just like that that get are going to get bought to a, a national level. And one of the other scary things is how broadly they define bias. Uh, I'm not going to get into the whole definition because it would take me five minutes, but. Some of the things they constitute as bias is simply dis, uh, discriminating somebody against their age. Um, no, it's criticizing. It's actually even just criticizing yeah. somebody, not discriminating, because discrimination is already illegal. But if you criticize somebody for being young, or 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 somebody perceives you criticize them for uh, their faith, 
All they have to do yeah. is file a complaint and an investigation um, is enabled and it's that investigation not the actual you know results of the investigation that become part of this database yeah that's the problem so say you get in a uh, let's say a, a classroom debate over a political disagreement on something like religion like that and you offend somebody based on their spirituality or you are offended by somebody wearing a cross like you just said now just because of that single instance your name and incident can end up in a national bias um report form and the concerning thing about that is that you are now like considered a biased perpetrator in the national database, and I wonder what kind of impact that'll have on these people getting future jobs or even their PR image. You know, say if somebody's going for a political career. Yeah, and that's, that's the concerning part. That's the big concerning part um, because we know that people have have found ways to twist, um, you know, simply speech they disagree with as violence and hate. And I give you an example, and that of course was was my experience at the Ben Shapiro event. Ben Shapiro is giving a speech, and his presence, I mean, I've got this on, on um, I've recorded this, and I've, I've linked this up to the blog. In fact, we'll dig out that blog post again. He said, the protester said that Shapiro's presence and our presence watching him was violence. It was violence and hateful, and obviously we were a bunch of MFing racists for being at Ben Shapiro. Yep. And that's that's the campus sentiment, and uh, not just at UW-Madison, across the country. And the funny part about that, about these people feigning um, harm and injury, is they won't mention you that Ben Shapiro himself is the number one target of defamation, according mm-hmm. to the Nonpartisan Anti-Defamation League. So while these people are claiming that they're the ones being harmed, they are literally doing what you just said and going out and harming people like you and Shapiro. So it's just absolutely hypocritical. You know, and and you're you're essentially, while not criminalizing um, thought, you are you are creating the conditions where free thought itself is suspect, um, and certainly speech, because this is mostly about speech. This is mostly about somebody um, hearing something or experiencing something verbally or visually. It's, it's about protected speech, and and what the um, University of Wisconsin, you know, enthusiasts. Uh, against free speech would say is that it doesn't matter and you have this in your piece it doesn't matter that it's not a crime it's a crime against humanity so apparently now (laughs) burnt toast is at the same level as you know the war crimes of the nazis it's incredible a crime against humanity absolutely and any sane person could see how ridiculous that admission is uh, one of the my concerns about that, too, is the purpose of a university should be to have an open and sometimes offensive inquiry in the pursuit of knowledge and objective truth. And, of course, some people's feelings and uh, political affiliations are going to be trampled on through that pursuit. It's just consequent to it. But at a university level, we're teaching people that it's more important to respect people's humanity than it is to pursue the truth and open dialogue. It's just a complete reversal of the values that this country is founded on and the values that our university should hold. And as a student who tries to have these open discussions in class, you know, sometimes I'm afraid of voicing my libertarian opinion for what people might perceive as harm against them. Well, and and that's part of the problem. The question is now, 
Um, how do you stop it from happening? And the only way to stop it from happening is for the legislature to finally stop this kind of stuff from happening and say, no, we're not going to allow because these are state, um, these are, these are state funded, uh, systems, these anonymous, which I think they should be gone entirely. I don't think you should be allowed to make an anonymous complaint about somebody saying something that offended you. Um, cause it's really too easy to actually fake it. Um, and it's too easy to encourage people not to be adult and not even to respect the idea that there is such a thing as differing opinions. Um, but the state of Wisconsin controls the budget process that funds this. And, I mean, there's a $42,000 a year salary attached to somebody who is overseeing the hate incident bias response reporting system and would, would also be partnering with this left-wing organization that uses a left-wing organization as the source of identifying hate. We just saw an article, Tyler, about a group called, um, now I can't think of their name, um, they're just a group of guys who feel like they have been left out of the political conversation. And and it was just uh, the, uh, public radio, Wisconsin Public Radio and the Capital Times, part of the series called Documenting Hate that you're talking about, yep. identifies these frustrated guys as as and makes them sound like they're, they're budding neo-Nazis. All because the Southern Poverty Law Center decided to identify anybody who was associated with the Vice website, the Vice TV website, as alt-right and supportive of white supremacy. And, and suddenly that becomes uh, some sort of gold standard for identifying a person or a group as a hate group. Southern Poverty Law Center, you might remember, also put the Alliance Defending Freedom, a pro bono Christian First Amendment law firm, on their list of hate groups. Put Family Research Council on their list of hate groups. It's, it's, th- 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 this is so po- nakedly political that you can't even believe that the university thinks it can get away with it, and yet, you know, the legislature is probably asleep at the switch. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the reasons that this project is coming to fruition at a national level is uh, the Board of Regents we have appointed by Scott Walker, who just appointed that, or who just passed the UW free speech policy. And now it's, um, you know, you have the constitutional right to hate speech. So the way I see it is a group of small individuals on the campus who are upset with the legislator fighting back against them, and they're saying, no, is there we don't care run? what the law is. Yeah, we don't care what the Constitution is. We're going to go, and we're going to do this on our own volition. So watch us. And, yeah. you know, that's that's the scary part. Good to have you on the program. Thank you very much for this report, because I think without, without you catching it, nobody would know about it. Tyler Brandt, I appreciate it very much, and good luck to you down south. Come back home anytime you want. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Good Vicky. to I have really you. appreciate it. We'll take a quick break here, folks. I'll be right back.